Hello, 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 and welcome back to another Friday Live. I am Carwana D, your government contract strategist, and um, I help entrepreneurs just like yourself learn how to grow their business with government contracts. Most of you are probably like, well, what, did I, what does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to grow your business with government contracts? Well, really what it means is to take your business from where it is to actually multiplying that by 20 times <laughs> within the same time frame. So basically, ideally, um, one government contract literally can replace 10 years of income from regular paying customers, 10 years of revenue from regular paying customers. And so it's life changing. So that's that is what I do. I'm here to inspire, to educate, to, you know, empower and all those things, um, entrepreneurs on how to be able to do that for number one, doing the one thing that I ultimately am in business to do, teach people how to build, create generational wealth and create legacies, leveraging their business to do so. Ultimately, that's what I am. So more so than a government contract strategist, I consider myself to be a wealth creator. That is what I do. That is really ultimately what I'm teaching people how to do and my goal, right? So um, I to make sure that you can hear me. So I want to welcome you all in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, let me know as you're coming in what, what state you're joining from uh, and what business do you do? Um, so for, for those of you who are, you know, maybe this is your first time hearing from me. Over the past three to four years, I've actually helped upwards of two to 300 small business entrepreneurs um, generate an additional four million and growing in government contracts to their uh, to their business bottom line okay so most recently that number have gone from um three million to four million specifically because one of our clients has just secured their first one million dollars in government contracts this year say one year so somebody say one year one government contract one million the one, 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 that is the one, one, one method that he learned. And it didn't even take him a year to do that. But in one year, like one year, the same year that he actually started the process, he learned how to land one contract that's going to generate $1 million uh, for, for his business. And so definitely that's the difference between night and day for a lot of people. But anyway, today, what I'm going to be talking about is if you're on, if you're joining on Facebook, be sure to click on the StreamYard link because it allows me to be able to see your name. Otherwise, it just says Facebook user, so I don't know who you are. Um, but if you're joining, for those who are going to be joining on YouTube, welcome as well. Um, if you're listening to the podcast after, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe on our YouTube page, like and subscribe, and hit the bell notification so that you're notified when we do go live here. Um, but today I'm actually going to talk about um, five different types of government contracts for nurses. For those of who are in the health industry, today is your day. <laughs> so, so get ready, get ready, get ready. Be sure to take down these notes because um, most of you have like maybe have had questions about, well, how do I grow? You know, how do I get contracts or are there opportunities to do business um, in healthcare? And regardless of what type of healthcare services um, you actually provide, if you're in the healthcare industry, today is going to be um, very valuable um, information that I'm going to be sharing with you on how you really can position yourself. So, you know, for nurses or mental health providers or your therapists, all of those different things, it all falls under um, the medical health industry. So, um, I want to say hello to Vivian. Let me see. There's a CNA from Mississippi. Hello, um, Texas nurse and nerd and notary. Hello, Texas no nurse and notary. Hello, Serena. Um, see, come to Streamyard. Click here. Okay, so be sure to click on that link. So you guys, um, on Streamyard, there's a Streamyard link for those who are on Facebook because it just says Facebook user. So I really don't know unless you're putting your name in the chat. But once you click on that link, it'll actually give us um, give Facebook the authorization to show Streamyard who you are. <laughs> All right, cool. So hopefully we get that out of the way. But anyway. Today, yeah, I'm going to be talking about five different things, um, types of contracts, five different areas or arenas. Um, but, but before I get into that, I want to, I want to show you all. There's something I want to share my screen. Um, so typically, I don't watch the news. Typically, I don't, I don't watch the news because uh, every so often, but I really rarely even watch the news. Specifically, because especially in the morning, I don't like to start my day off with negativity. So the news is about 
propaganda. It causes panic. It puts all of these things in your mind and make you feel like the world is going to end tomorrow. And so for me, I just prefer to get up and, you know, have my, my, my meditation, my gratitude, my affirmation, my prayer, and all those other things to set the tone for the day. And then if I feel like, or if I decide I want to for the day, I'll watch the news. But last night, um, I don't also, I don't like watching scary movies, but last night my husband had it on this, this channel where it's like, while I'm asleep, I can hear all this weird stuff going on, like on the channel. And it was like scary movies. So I woke up in the middle of the night and I, I saw a, a horror film. I'm like, oh, heck no. So I changed it. So I changed the channel. Um, so when I woke up, the channel that I had actually um, changed it to was like the, the um, NBC or ABC 7 News. Um, well, ABC 7 News came on. So it was NBC. Um, but the news was on when I first woke, woke up. And what brought what actually captured my attention was this, which was what I'm about to share was this. And I was like, how how uh, let me see. Am I sharing it? Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, so I, I was like, how um, how crazy is this? Because. You know, today I'm actually going to be talking to those in the healthcare industry. <laughs> so it's just like, what a coincidence, right? So, um, so I, I wanted to share this right here because, and I and I stress this all the time. Whenever there's something going on in the world, right? Recessions, pandemic, natural disasters, hurricane storms, whatever there is, right? What the government does is they create a budget. Right. They sign a new bill to create a budget to spend for solutions. OK, so this right here, the mental health plan. Right. Um, and this is a this is a California bill that's uh, that Newsom has actually authorized four point seven billion dollars in a mental health plan. Right. So but follow me because I want you all to to hear what's going on and how and how you can actually par participate. So California is normally the starter state. <laughs> so normally things happen in California first. And then all the other states, the major st states like uh, New York, Atlanta, Georgia, not uh, Georgia, uh, Texas, like all the other states start falling in line and duplicating what they saw California do. Typically, that, that's what I've seen, the trend. Um, so even though this is something that's happening here, it's coming your way. <laughs> so, okay. So for those of you who have been paying attention to what's going on in the world, um, there's been this epidemic. So there's been a couple of things going on. Number one, a lot of kids are going through mental health issues because of COVID that shut down and, and caused this like social shutout and, you know, they're behind in school. Like, oh, there's a whole, many, whole bunch of things. Right. But also we've lost a lot of young people to fentanyl, right. People popping pills and, you know, um, drugs drug use is like sensationalized in hip-hop music and in in the music culture and stuff like that so in our communities you know they think it's cool and it's social to do pop pills and you know drink syrup and do all of these things like this is this is some real stuff right but the thing is people are losing their lives young people we're talking about 18 20 year olds 19 a eight-year-old just lost his life practically like trying to pop a pill right um, in fact, two years ago, my my husband's old my one of my husband's middle's daughter or our daughter, middle daughter um, to uh, she's twenty two she was twenty two years old tried the same thing and lost her life just two years ago. So while all this stuff is happening, yes, um, we do experience things in life too. Life still happens while all these things are happening, but it also hit home and sometimes it hits home, right? Um, but okay, so here's a here's a here's a they see this as a problem. Right. So they are looking for solutions. I always talk about, do you want to be the solution for the government? Well, the government prints money anytime that there's something going on. They, they're making, creating more money to spend to solve that problem, which also allows small business owners to be able to participate in that problem spending. Right. Um, and so of the four point seven billion, not all of it is going to go to like hospitals and stuff. A percentage of it is going to go to who? Somebody want to take a guess? A certain percentage of this spend. So it's going to go to small business entrepreneurs just like yourself. So and in that pool, that small business entrepreneur um, breakdown, right, is upwards of 23% or more, right? So within that percentage is like it's, it kind of breaks out or uh, breaks out, you know, black owned businesses, minority businesses. Native American businesses, disadvantaged businesses, small business, local business. So it's all kind of chopped into pieces. And for some of those categories, the goal has increased from like 5% to 
utilization of this particular type of business. And so those are opportunities. Somebody type opportunities in the chat. I would like for you to type opportunities in the chat. And so whenever you pay attention to the news, because if you see things that are like two trillion, four point four billion in the city, state, like all this money, you should get excited. Literally, not only for nurses, but for, uh, uh, you know, uh, generally for business owners in general, you should get excited. I see one of the Facebook users said put opportunities. Yeah, type opportunities because there, there's opportunities for you. Right. So who would like to know how to position yourself to be able to participate in this spend? That's a lot of money on the table. There's definitely going to be opportunities. A percentage is going to go to small business owners. So for those of you who are like, I'm a mindset coach. I'm a health coach. You know, I do um, stress coaching and I do mental health coaching and or whatever it is, whatever that solution is, you have the ability to participate in this spin because it's going to come down. It's going to trickle down from the state to the local city, to the, your local region, to your local zip code, all of that stuff. That money is, is going to trickle down. And this is the reason why I always kind of share be in position. If you stay ready, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Right. <laughs> so, so what we're, what we've really been doing is like helping more um, small business owners get ready and stay ready, right. To be in a position to be able to claim what's yours. Right. Cause not only are you going to be the solution to these problems, but in return on the back end, just by being a problem solver, you're going to be able to achieve your dream, which is to grow a profitable business, which is to build wealth and to create legacy and to be able to own these, you know, some things that you, you've never, your family probably have never even owned before. And you'll be able to do it by leveraging the government. Government contracting is something that can literally, literally change your life. And so, so I wanted to share all that stuff, but pay attention to what's going on in the world. And just know that this is the reason why I say this, having this business model B2G business to government as an additional part of your business is going to be a way to fail proof. Somebody say fail proof. It's going to fail proof your business model. Your business will be fail proof because um, when consumers, like regular people, those customers are, are like, well, it's, it's, a, it's a recession coming. I'm not spending no money. Guess what? The government is spending money on behalf of consumers, right? And so you definitely want to have that as your backup so that you don't go end up having to close your doors, okay? So yeah, see all these fail proof, fail proof, fail proof. I would have to come back and watch this thing. <laughs> all right, cool. Will this uh, also benefit technology entrepreneurs? So it, it benefits everyone. Yes, absolutely, technology entrepreneurs. So uh, what do you mean by technology? Uh, you build websites, you do IT, um, your cybersecurity, like whatever it is, there's always opportunities. But not only is this an opportunity for those in the health industry. So this right here, specifically the example that I just shared with you is going to trickle down to health. Um, but there's so many other people who can participate in that spin if you're going to be, a say, like you build a website for this mental health facility or an app or something like that. So you have to be strategic in how you approach these opportunities, but the opportunities are there, okay? So we're, um, there's there's five different types of government contracts for nurses that I'm going to actually cover. Yeah. Building softwares. Absolutely. So cool. Um, in fact, I need a software built in real life. I really do. <laughs> so I got a software that I need to get built like for real, for real. So, um, you know, find me on social media, message me, and then I'll, you know, reach out to you or whatever. But, um, let's see, prepare pack and ship. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at, okay. Opportunities. Okay. All right, cool. So number one, are you ready? If you guys are ready, 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 type ready in the chat. Let me know that you are ready um, to find out what are the five different types of contracting opportunities available for nurses and those who are in the healthcare industry. Okay. Um, let me see those readies popping up. I see those readies coming in. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, okay. So number one, you can provide healthcare services to veterans. All right. Slide G, I see, I see already. So let me show you guys what happens when, if you don't click on the StreamYard link, your ready comes up like this. It says Facebook user. But if you do click on the link, I'll be able to see your name and you'll be able to see your name on the screen as well. So Desiree says, uh, ready, ready, ready. All right, cool. So you can provide healthcare services for veterans, okay? Now, the Department of Veterans or the Veterans Administration 
um, is a very overlooked entity, government agency entity that most people never even think about or consider positioning themselves to get a contract with, right? Uh, yeah, is music part? Yeah, heck yeah, I love that. In fact, I'm going to bring that up on the screen. Is music a part of the of mental health? It's a part of a solution for mental health. So if you have a music program that you can actually, you know, it's like in theory, basically you created this program to help with mental health. Yeah, music definitely is a source of healing. So for sure. So number one is healthcare services to veterans. All right. So what does that look like? It could it could mean anything. I mean, there's a lot of veterans that are coming back and they're they're having like flashbacks of whatever happened to them, you know, overseas during the war. You know, may, a lot of them have been, you know, have gone through. Um, I don't want to say brainwash or whatever, whatever that thing that that they go through to think different, right? And it's like they got to snap back. So if you can be a solution for that mental health. Um, maybe they, you know, lost some limbs or whatever, and they need help with that because they're sobbing. They're, you know, they're hurt, um, and they need like some, you know, some counseling and stuff through that. So there's all different types of things that you can provide um, when it comes to um, healthcare. You could, you could be the nurse, right? You could provide a nursing facility uh, for the veterans. All those different things. So number two on my list is working at a prison or detention center, right? You didn't know you can do that, huh? I'm pretty sure you probably, if you were in the healthcare. If you have a healthcare solution or you're a nurse or something like that, you probably did not consider working at a prison or a detention center. In fact, prisons and detention centers, most people overlook. The reason why is because they're like, that is for criminals. That's a place for criminals or um, people who are like um, police officers or correction officers or, or guards or something like that. But literally I have seen, again, I'm going to like, I'm just probably going to blow your mind. I have seen come out of like the prisons contracting opportunities for motivational speaking. We're talking about multiple six figures. Okay. We're all, whenever we're talking about the government, we're, we're not talking about small numbers at all. Uh, multiple six figures to be a motivational speaker for prisoners to teach them about the re-entry uh, like why it's important to go through the reentry program and all those different things and preparing them to back to assimilate back into, you know, society. Right. I've seen contracts in the multiple six figures just under a million. In fact, it was in the tune of eight hundred and ninety something thousand dollars for barber services like to cut hair. Most barbers salons, you know, they don't even think about, oh, the I can go, you know, get a contract business contract. Just imagine that. Imagine during COVID, right? During the, the onset of the pandemic, when everything was closing down and you could not go into the barber shops, like you couldn't, well, at least you wasn't supposed to. <laughs> and then you wasn't supposed to. I know some stuff that, you know, people was back door and some stuff, but you weren't supposed to during this period, right? However, if you had that $900,000 contract um, to do, you know, barber salon services in the prisons, then guess what? then you wouldn't have to worry about what's happening at your brick and mortar store because now you still have that contract. So anyway, opportunities live in the prison. So for sure, there's opportunities to be an educator, all those different things. I've seen um, people, I've seen a contract for a hairstylist, like a, a, to go into women's prisons to do their hair. It was $200,000 for seven days of freaking hairstyling, okay? Which means you probably would have had to have a team of hairstylists in order to fulfill on that. But it was only like seven to 10 days or something like that. It was a couple weeks of service. So anyway, so that's number two, working in the prison since prisons or detention center with your nursing um, or healthcare solution. There's contracting opportunities for that. Number three on my list is caring for patients in rural areas, right? There's there's people that live in rural areas uh, or patients in rural areas, and they, they actually have contractors come in and provide those services in those areas. And so regardless if that's, you know, coming in with, you know, um, and doing their diabetic medicine or doing their weights or, you know, doing counseling services or Whatever it is, right? If you're in the healthcare industry, I mean, that's that's far and wide. But not to even mention um, providing um, nursing or healthcare. Uh, what do you call that? Products, you know, like the uniforms and you know the needles or whatever the you know the safety gear and all that stuff. But caring for patients in rural areas is definitely one 
of the areas where you can actually, yeah, PTSD. Thank you, uh, Christina. <laughs> uh, caring for patients in a rural area is definitely um, one of the things that you can actually consider when it comes to government contracting. There's opportunities. So number four on my list is providing disaster relief services. Okay. So um, disaster relief, right? What are disasters? Hurricanes, tornadoes, like in fact, in fact, um, yesterday my husband received, and he's not even in the healthcare business or whatever. Um, he has a different type of company. He's a general um, carp- uh, contractor um, and a carpenter by trade, but he received an email by FEMA to get on this emergency list. Now, I know for a fact that there are emergency lists. The Department of Transportation has an emergency list um, for those who can provide emergency services for disaster relief, um, as well as FEMA and other agencies have have an emergency list that you can actually um, get on their list as a service provider or product provide, provider in case of emergency. So we're talking about things like Hurricane Katrina, like this was several, several years ago. Um, But if you're on that list, uh, if you were on that list or if you were even just certified as a a, a provider of the services that they were utilizing at that time, or even in healthcare, um, you can actually provide disaster relief services um, as a nurse's aide, as a CPR person or whatever, um, as a first aid person or um, whoever, whatever type of service it is that you provide as a nurse. Um, In fact, um, for those of you who are in the healthcare industry, specifically put in the chat exactly what it is that you do. What do you do in the healthcare industry? What type of nursing services do you provide? What type of products do you provide? Um, Because there's definitely going to be contracting opportunities, but I would like to know what it is that you actually offer as well. Um, Okay. And so that was number four, providing disaster relief services. Some, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't think about these things. You don't know that this is a type of contract that you can get a disaster relief health contract. In fact, um, one of our ladies um, that was actually in a program, her name is Gloria. You may have seen her testimonials in previous um, lives that I've done before that I share. In fact, um, Gloria is a travel agent. Okay, and so this is this is how this is how how uh, flexible um, being in the contracting industry. You know, you you have the flexibility to be able to do this. In fact, so she was in traveling, but during COVID, you know, the onset during that year where she actually um, you know joined a program and learned about how to get a contract with the government, there were there were really very limited travel opportunities there because, you know, flights were being canceled. There was not nobody really traveling. Everybody went to Zoom. Things became virtual, right? However, she saw a healthcare contract to the tune of $250,000. In fact, um, um, she landed that contract and she is not even in healthcare. <laughs> but what she did was she partnered with one of you, one of you who provide healthcare services. She partnered with a, 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 a woman-owned healthcare facility to provide breast exams for women, right? Um, and it was a $250,000. Now, she had $250,000 contract. Now, she had previously not made any money in her business at all, was and had been in business for some years. So you know when you're you when you're in business for some years and not really may have made any money, it's just like you still got to pay that that annual fee, especially in California, you got to pay this annual fee to renew your business, you got to pay your taxes on that business, all you still have a little bit of overhead. And so you're in the negative, right? So she just literally went from being in the negative to being in the surplus in less than 9 months. And so this is the reason why I say if you've been on the journey of of growing your business as an entrepreneur for two to five years and you still have not figured it out, then there's some things that are blocking you. And I'm actually I actually want to just kind of share like um, a graphic that I actually you know I did this demonstration yesterday to kind of because some people are visual they have to be able to see like what is what is in my way what has been blocking me I'm going to share it with you I call it the fork in the road right. Um, and um, before I get to the fifth thing, I'm actually going to share my, before I get to number five, I'm actually going to share my screen. Let me see. Stop screen. Okay. I want to share. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The Coaching Conversation 2024. 
This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. This part of my, this page, just right here. So I call this the fork in a road. Somebody put fork in a road, right? Most entrepreneurs are on this journey. So I, this is the this is the the journey to entrepreneurship, right? It's definitely a walk. And more times than not, it's a a walk of faith to be a business owner. Like it it really is every day. It's a it's a journey. It's a walk of faith. It's you know, forgetting what you think is going on and keeping your eyes really on the prize, right? So here's a walk of faith, here's a journey. Over here we have um I'm going to just say sameness, (laughs) same, like everything is the same. Like you keep going through the same thing, having the same problem, not really getting no results. Nothing is different. Right. And it's, it's, it's just like the business that's struggling, right? You're struggling to get out of the hole. Um, You don't even know how you got there or you started off in the hole and just never dug your way out. So it's just sameness, right? Here we are over here, over here is opportunities, but with this particular opportunity is the is government contracts. So I'm gonna just put government contracts, right? It's because most most people don't even know that you know you can have you can get a government contract as a small business or don't believe it. Maybe they don't believe it for themselves, right? But with government contracts, right, all you get over here, the only outcome that you can get when you're doing this right. Is prosperity, right? That this is the only outcome. This is the worst thing that can happen. Is either you're gonna land a quarter of a million dollar contract, a fifty thousand dollar contract, a one hundred thousand dollar contract, a million dollar contract. Like this is the only thing that can happen when you're in position. You get to the bag, right? It's just like this is the that's the only thing that can happen. Yeah, that's the only thing that can happen when you do it right. Um, is you can actually move from struggling to getting over to being prosperous. Prosper. You can prosper in business um, when you go there. But at the fork of the road, when you're in the fork of the road or going on an entrepreneur journey, there's something, there's usually something in the middle at the top of the road that keeps people stuck, keeps them going left, like to the left, to the left. Everybody wanted to go to the left, right? It keeps people stuck. And typically, it's the opportunity. It's the opportunity cost. Opportunity cost. Whatever that is, whether it's time, you don't have the time, uh, money, you don't have the money. But over here, it's just like a lot of times people make, here's all the reasons, right? I got I got to pay my rent. There's all the reasons. Like I got these bills that ain't never going to stop. You know, um, the cat ate the dog. Like literally, cat ate the dog. The cat ate the dog and the dog ate the bird and the bird ate the fly. Right? (laughs) The cat ate the dog. Right? These are all the reasons why we stay on the struggle bus. This struggle bus goes this way. Right? Nothing changes. Because guess what happens 30, 30 days from here? The rent is due again. Right? The bills, all the rest of the bills are due. The kids still acting a fool. Got to bail somebody out of jail. All that stuff. It never stops, right? So you find yourself in what's called sameness. Whatever that looks like. Whatever these things are for you, you you, you call it it's, it's sameness, right? And sometimes this stuff is it, it, you, like we allow these things to be so much bigger than what we say we want um, that it keeps us from pivoting and disrupting the normal pattern that we've been going all these years. This is why people have been in business for five, 10, and even 15 years and have never experienced prosperity. Have not. It does not take that long. Literally, when you do business the right way, it does not take that long in order to actually have a prosperous business. Gloria did it in nine months, right? 
Um, I did uh, the the one guy, the one one contract, one year. <laughs> like literally, it was less than a year. In, in fact, it was like just a few months, under five months, one million, right? And so, in order to be here, you have to pattern disrupt yourself. You have to figure out what what is it costing me? Like, what is the pat the opportunity cost? Like, what does it cost me? And so, for some of you, and I want you all to put that number. Put that number, put a number in the chat. For some of you, you've had the opportunity to either go to school, you know, invest in a class or a coach or a training or to buy a blueprint or to get a book and whatever that is. Let's just say it's um it's nine thousand. Let's just say that nine thousand dollars because it could be ninety-seven, it could be nine thousand, it could be whatever that number is, right? That number has been the deal breaker for most people and that keeps them saying i'm gonna I'm just stay in the sameness i'm gonna I'm stay in the sameness however that when you learn that this number is become so small when your biggest the thing that you focus on the most basically is what you're going to get the thing that you focus on the most when it, it 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 becomes the bigger thing when this becomes bigger to you than that that is when you pivot. That's that's the only time when you can pivot. And so for some people, they've been holding themselves back is because they have all the reasons why they can't do this. Why are the what are the reasons why you haven't been able to do that? Um, well, I even even sometimes it is I don't know how to, right? I don't know how to, um, or um it, it's too hard, or whatever it is on the left side you put that what is too hard or i don't understand it or uh, it's, it takes too long well this journey is going to happen regardless if it takes five years ten years you're still going to be on that journey so time is happening time is passing every time you breathe that's another second right so it's like you can't use these things as excuses not to get over here so this got to be your bigger your bigger why this is where you actually begin to um, have the ability to create wealth I said all that to say is typically normally because I see this a lot. I see people make excuses. They say they say, you know, I want to land government contracts. I want to make a million dollars in contract. And as soon as you tell you tell them the opportunity cost is going to to make a million is going to be nine thousand. Then they they see the the the, the nine thousand as this like I'm a Libra. So here's the balance scale. Here's a scale. Um, this is the scale. Right. Nine thousand to them is heavier than a million dollars heavier right that means it's a greater sacrifice than getting a million right yo ugh, that balance like ugh, it don't even add, that don't even make no sense right so this is not a real number like this is i'm just making this up right now this is not really the um you know the, the what it what it what it costs or whatever but i'm just i'm just using this as a you know figurative number to show people what they really say they say, well, I want to disrupt the pattern of sameness and struggle so I can go over into the opportunity of government contracts to be able to build a prosperous business and make my first million in the next 12 months. People are very clear. You have to write, write a clear vision of where it is that you want to go. So write, make my first million. And as soon as they hear that, okay, well, to train you to spend the time to show you exactly what we've been doing over here, right? Here's your investment. You got to plant the seed in order to reap the harvest. Here's your investment. And most people will say, oh, okay, well, the, the cat ate the dog. I got these bills over here. And then um, the dog then ate the bird and the bird ate the fly, okay? So I'm just going to stay over here in the sameness, but I want that, right? So now you have made this right here bigger, than what you want. And the, cra and the crazy part about it is once you learn a blueprint and once you learn how to do something, you can do it what? Over and over and over and over and over again. In business, the only thing you should really be focusing, focusing on, these are all money bags, over and over and over and over again. Somebody say over and over and over again, repetitive, repetitive right? You can do that over and over and over again. The only thing in business we should always be focusing on and talking about is return on investment. 
right? Investments is nothing. As long as you can see a return on your investment that you can get over and over and over and over. This is the reason why people don't see this. They don't understand that business is a numbers game. They don't understand that you do have to invest in your business to reap a harvest. All of that is not only spiritual, but it's real stuff, right? All the people that are ex experiencing this, right? A, a million dollars. Let me see. Let, let's, let's do the math on this. Let's do some, let's do some math on this. So a million dollars, one, two, three, four, five, six, divided by 9,000, okay? That's um, 111 times return on your investment. I think I did that math, right? <laughs> so $900 can go in there into a million dollars, a hundred and, I mean, $9,000 can go into a million dollars. Did I do that right? Let me see, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, divided by nine thousand dollars okay yeah 111 so nine thousand dollars can, can go into a million dollars 111 times that's a hundred not ten percent returning on your investment not five percent not point zero 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 two on return on your investment that you get when you put your money in a bank account um but a hundred and eleven return on your investment 111 times have been stuck or participate in this, uh, you know, this is the reason why most people have been stuck and haven't been able to participate when these bills are passed where $4.3 billion is coming down the pipeline for those who are in healthcare, because it's like, how do you do it? If you don't, if you're not in position and you don't know how to get it, how to be in position, you have to learn that from someone. And most people are not going to show you how to do a million dollars over and over and over and over and over, and over for free. They're not going to do that. So truly, it, it, it's the it's the truth. I don't think it's the money. Yeah, and it's not. And it's not always. It's not always the money. And but sometimes it's the time, right? But you get the drip. Sometimes it's not the money. Sometimes it's the time. People are like, I don't I don't have the time to do it. Well, if you want it and it, it requires time for you to do it, you have to figure out how to leverage somebody else's time to do it for you, or you have to do. But money and time is is both like it's all considered something that you have to invest. You're going to, it's things in, in things in life, everything in life is either going to cost you money or time or both <laughs> a little bit of time. So people who have a lot of money, of course they invest a lot, a lot of money. People who have a lot of money and a little bit of time, they're willing to invest a lot, you know, the money to learn how to do it, but they don't have, they don't have the time to do it, which may be the thing that holds, holds them back. Right. Um, people who have a little bit of each, right? They're willing to do a little bit of each, but a little bit of each only gets you so far. So it's just like, now you got to put in more time, more money to learn the rest of the pieces we could, because you only had a little bit of money and a little bit of time to learn just a little bit, right? So anyway, you get the drift. But whatever it is that has been holding you back, let me know in the chat. I, I want to help you know some of you who are open to receive the help. Whatever it is that's been holding you back from literally being in position from getting government contracts, let me help you. So let me know what that is. And if it's something that I can actually address right now while I'm live for the next, you know, five to 10 minutes, I'll, I'm happy to share that information and give you some insight that's going to help you move the needle. Okay. So the other thing is normally, typically uh, we have these challenges it's called five day challenge to get pre-qualified for government contracts. Because most people don't understand what what it is that the government is offering them or what it is that they want to sell or have to sell or the value of what they do and how much the contracts are and who's buying the stuff. Some people don't know none of that stuff. They're so, they're so far off, much further off. And ideally we do our challenges for $797 right now because I know, and it's, and it's okay because I've been there. Like I know some money used to be the, the reason that held me back. This is the reason why I, I expound upon that. Um, but, Time has never been the problem for me. My thing was always the money. Like I didn't have the money to invest. And so that was, that became bigger to me than the ultimate goal. This is the reason why I know there's people out there where the money is a problem. And so for us, we're like, let's eliminate some of the money issues that, you know, that can hold people back it, because our true goal is to really help people move the needle, like meet you where you are. And so we are offering uh, our $797 five-day challenge to help you get pre-qualified 
got to get pre-qualified in order to actually take the next step to be in position, right, for $97. And so for those who have never taken our challenge and or, or even if you have taken a challenge and, and you kind of slept on it a little bit, but are serious about getting in position to get pre-qualified and having a blueprint, like when you walk away from the challenge, you have everything you need to take the next step to be an official government contractor. But not only that, you will have identified who the agencies are so that you can actually go after and target and where the, where the contracts are, right? So all of that stuff makes a big difference between the person that takes five years to land a contract and the people that we have helped, right, who are landing contracts in the first nine months, six months, three months, or um, like a few of them who have been in certain industry spaces like notary or photography or whatever, like literally five weeks have landed contracts. And even like in the space of uh, what is it called? Inclusion and di diversity and inclusion um, consulting and stuff like that. Landed contracts in less than their first 60 days. And so this stuff is real. Right. It's the, this stuff is, is real. And so for for us, we're trying to help as many entrepreneurs get in position, especially for those today who are in the healthcare industry, because we need more um, you know, solutions for healthcare. Those who are in the healthcare industry, you want you want to at least know, like it's specifically for my healthcare stuff. Who's buying that service? What are the agencies? What documents do I need to have in my business? Because you can't just be anything or come any kind of way and think you're going to get a contract. There's specific things that helps you to win. And we show you what those specific things are to show you how you can actually win. And you can do that this year. We're in the last quarter. This is um, what were we? This is August. So September, October, November, end of the year, the end of actually September, the fiscal budget. Um, closes. And normally if you're in position, if you're already qualified, you're in position, that's when you get those phone calls, passive contracts, where they're like, we got to give this money to somebody, right? And they're picking up the phones because you're in position. So this stuff, it matters, right? So don't let other people stuff, like people who are negative, they're naysayers. They want to make excuses why the, why they're, why there, there are excuses. And this is not the situation for everybody. Okay. Just whatever the situation may be, like, you have to focus on your end goal for you specifically and, and, stay, and be crystal clear in, in exactly what it is that you want to um, what, what you want to accomplish out of this, like out of government contracts. Where do you want it to take you? OK, um, exactly. What do you mean by oh pre-qualified? Are you talking about SAM registration? Please elaborate. Oh, thank you. So good question. When I say pre-qualified, I mean exactly that. I'm not talking about SAM registration. That's actually getting certified. Right. So I, what I'm talking about is understanding as far as business because sam sam is the easiest it's, it's the most daunting system to get through but it's the easiest certification to get right because you don't have to have all this documentation so if you started there and then you then you expand upon or optimize your certifications with the other agencies and you don't know what that what that looks like all that paperwork that you really have to have in business so basically we go through Here's all the documents that you have to have together, right? Most people don't have all that stuff. Um, so we show you all the documents you have to have so that you can actually, um, you know, qualify for government contracts as a business, right? As a reputable business. Um, but also uh, we show you who are the um, top 10 agencies. Basically, we show you where to find the top 10 agencies because, I mean, there's a million ages, agencies across local, local state, and federal. Um, and so you can't go after them all, but, I mean, and you can go after them all, but that'll be over time. Well, you know, you'll be overwhelmed with all of that stuff. And so what we do is we show you how to create your hot list of agencies to target. These are the ones that are actually forecasting budgets and saying we're spending money here and have a um, have a track record of spending money specifically on the thing that you sell. So we show you that top 10 list, but also there's, there's even more things that we show you exactly how to position yourself. We show you your worth and your value, right? Because most people don't even really know what they sell or what they want to sell or how valuable they are or the things in their business, how you can unlock additional pot earning potential and how to take a you know, a $100,000 contract and build value to, to turn that into maybe 150,000, an extra 50,000 that you didn't even know that you could add to that, right? We show you all those things in the, in the um, pre-qual process. And so that's, that's what helps you be pre-qualified, pre-qualified. Uh, you actually will have a package where I'm just like, you gonna check all the boxes and have all the knowledge and a blueprint 
of what it takes to be a government contractor, who's buying your stuff, all that stuff. So hopefully that explanation gives you more of a bigger idea of the prequal process. Okay. So it's a, there's a lot that's covered in that. Um, let me see. Does your additional assistant, let me see. I can't see. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I need glasses. Um, yes. For additional assistance, book a call. Oh, somebody wanted additional assistance. Okay. So yeah. God bless you. Love. I'm a candy maker. Is that what you, how, how can you get a government contract? So it, it, oh, candle maker. Okay. So candle maker. So, um, yeah. So good question. Um, today really is about like for those in the healthcare, but however, um, you can be strategic, right. And actually get a subcontract with a, you know, someone that's in healthcare. Cause maybe like the gift, wrapping services or the, the gift the gifting services or something like that could be something that you offer to, you know, um, as a part of something therapeutic or whatever. I'm just trying to be creative a little bit, but there's definitely opportunities for sure. There, there's definitely opportunities. Yeah. I'll repeat it. I'll, I'll, I'll do a, um, um, just a recap. Um, but there's definitely opportunity. Did I, did I say the, the fifth one? I did not, I never got around to <laughs> I never got around to the fifth one. Um, but anyway, there's definitely opportunities for candle makers. I mean, you're definitely, you're probably going to have to be more strategic because you're not going to see a lot, just to be honest with you. You're going to see a lot of stuff that says, here's a contract for candles or nothing like that. But you have to be strategic with like, maybe there's a commodity store. Maybe there's some some, some random, you know, uh, event planning, something like that, where you can, you know, get a subcontract providing you know, the um, tabletops or whatever you call it, the centerpieces with candles or whatever. So you got to be a lot more strategic um, when you have something like that. But also let me let me um, basically um, encourage you to do this candle making. Right. So you manufacture. Do you manufacture those candles? So they may be contracts for you to as a manufacturer. Right. As a, a candle manufacturer, like there, there may be some contracting opportunities available um, for you with that. However, a candle is a product. OK. And, and I want to help you here when I say this. A candle is a product. OK. So here we have. Let me see. Do I have any products? So so we have this. This is um, mascara. Right. It's a product just like a candle. OK. So even if you did not see something that said, here's a contract for a million candles that we need right or whatever but you gotta you know be strategic there may be some opportunities but you gotta be strategic um but there's no contract for that but a product but we don't need candles but we need a million mascaras well a product is a product baby if you win money to make money if you in business to make money a product is a product right so would you say i'm gonna pass down this million uh, this million, this contract for a million uh, mascaras because I want to stick to my candle. If you're not buying my candle, I don't want your money. Don't make sense, right? So product is a product. So you're in the product, <laughs> you're in the product selling business. So you want to actually expand and open up opportunities because when you do it that way, you could go online right now and find millions and millions of dollars that you can make selling products to the government. Okay, so hopefully that was helpful. <laughs> All right. So um, okay, so I'm sorry. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a recap, but let me go on to the, the fifth type of contract you can get um uh, for nurses, government research. So that's number five. So there's so many different types of contracts. I mean, there's even grants available for government research. Um, they're researching things like uh uh COVID, right? Even right now, like blood work on COVID, like they're doing all this type of STEM research, all these different types of things that's happening, genetic research, DNA research, like everything. So you can actually, in healthcare, you can get a contract for research, researching all Alzheimer's or um, researching like all these different other um, diseases that people, you know, get or whatever, like cancers and all that stuff. Of course, we already know that they're all, you know, the health industry is huge. Like the health industry is like definitely, I would say number one, the number one, um, you know, basically, you know, uh, what do you say? Money producer. If you're in the health industry, that's number one uh, money producing industry, period. Um, even in America, like in America, period, across across the world. And so government research is definitely a type of contract that you can get in the healthcare space. Um, and pretty much you'll find research on all different types of things, even when it comes to women's health, men's health, children's health, all those different things. OK, so my my five, uh, the five things, types of contracts that just as a review, 
um, in a recap. Um, number one was providing healthcare services to veterans. Number two was working at a prison or detention center. Number three was caring for patients in rural areas. Number four was providing disaster relief services. And number five is providing government research. Okay. So those are five different types of contracting opportunities that you can actually get um, for nurses or for those who are in the healthcare space. So hopefully that was good. Didn't read the title. Let me see. Let me see. Can I start a nursing agency without having an actual license myself? So that, so, so that's what I don't know. So you can, you can definitely start a nursing agency. I don't know what is required for you to have, um, when you have an agency. So you have to, it's an industry thing. So you'd have to check um, on what the industry requires for you. But um, as far as I know, it, when it comes to agencies, you just have to have a business, but I'm not, I'm not really um, an expert on the nursing agency. It may require you to have certain types of certifications or what, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but the sky's the limit. It all depends on your state too. Let me see. Okay. So another question I'm in. Okay. Thank you. Cause I couldn't even see that. I'm squinting. I'm in the healthcare field as a CNA for 14 years. I see you said nurses. Will I, will I be useful? Will I be useful? And I also have a cleaning services, a cleaning service. Um, will you, will you be useful? Um, so if you, you've been in the healthcare field as a CNA for 14 years, um, do you have a business? And if so, um, what service do you have to offer? And definitely there are contracting opportunities for anyone in the healthcare or nursing industry. Um, so you just have to know what it is that you're specifically trying to offer. But also if you have a cleaning service, that's something totally different, but there definitely are also contracting opportunities for cleaning. So, um, but you have to be specific. What type of cleaning? Is it janitorial cleaning? Is it house cleaning? Um, you know, what type of cleaning it is? Because it, you know, it's very... There's this, uh, and it could be laundry cleaning. Like there's, you know, different types of cleaning services, but all of the above, there's different types of contracts that are available. How does a nurse become a business entity? You have to start a business. Yeah. So, so there's a, there's, there's a few, there's a few, um, you know, nursing, you know, nurses who may even be in this, um, live stream that have a business providing nursing services, or they created a nursing staffing business or whatever, um, who may be able to add, you know, you may be able to ask how to start a nurse, um, how to start a business as a nurse also, but also, um, of course you can always seek as well, um, a business attorney that can help you, um, which I highly recommend as well, that can help you kind of navigate how to start your business as, as a nurse. Um, but you have to specifically know it exactly what it is that you offer, but anybody, you know, anybody pretty much can start a business. Just like, what is it that you sell? What is it that you, um, um, want to provide, but also are there any specific licenses that you have to have? Cause that's the thing too, like certain industries, you have to have specific types of licenses as well to operate as a business. So, um, so that is something that's more industry specific. Okay. That's it. Um, so yeah, so that was my top five, five different types of government contracts you can get for nurses or those in the health industry. So I hope you found value. Um, I also, um, want to encourage for those of you, um, who are looking to get pre-qualified as a government contractor and get in position to be able to partake in this, you know, four point, like the four point, how much was it? 4.7, yeah, four, $4.7 billion spend that's coming down the pipeline for California. And this is for California, uh, for those who are in California, but even for those who are outside of California in your own state, I bet, I trust and believe those particular types of monies is also going to trickle down into your, into your state as well. So this is for um, California healthy minds, but I mean, uh, Texas have, they want healthy minds and, you know, Georgia want healthy minds, North Carolina, they all want healthy minds. And so mental health is the thing of the next, like I can see mental health being a thing of the next, you know, five to 10 years or nursing and healthcare being a thing for the next five to 10 years. That's something that will never stop, you know, wound care. Somebody say wound care for veterans. That's, I mean, that's very specific. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So wound care for veterans. I mean, that's that's very specific. Yes, absolutely. You can get a contracting opportunity, um, you know, for something like that. But um, yeah, to start a business, basically, you just go to your go to your city and county, let them know what it is that you want to do. But also, if you decide that you want to, you know, um, create like an entity, like an LLC, go to your state um, and then, you know, form the entity. All you have to do is form the entity. Um, and I would highly recommend that so that you know exactly if you're if you haven't started your business yet, the the GovCon challenge is going to be a good place because we're going to show you how to optimize your business um, foundation so that you can build it right in the first place. But even for those who are already in business, you already have your business. Um, we show you exactly what you need to do or to have in your business in order to optimize it and to qualify for government contracts. So it does not matter if you just started, if you haven't started, or if you've been started, you know, started a long time ago, whatever, there's certain things that you can go back and fix so we can fix the foundation so that you can actually qualify for these monies because it's serious money and they want to do business with serious business owners. And so this is what we're helping our people to do. Are there any opportunities for a department of transportation? Let's see. And non-DOT drug screenings, non-Department of Transportation. So, yeah, so there's definitely opportunities for the DOT. Is, is it, are you talking about Department of Transportation? Is that what that is? I don't know what the DOT stands for. But to me, it means Department of Transportation. So, I don't, but I don't want to assume that's what you mean. But, yeah, there's definitely opportunities for Department of Transportation um, and non-DOT drug screenings. So, DOT, yeah, so there's drug screenings. That's a whole nother you know, industry of, for healthcare provision that you can actually um, sell to the government too. Um, but anyway, join the challenge. Um, GovConChallenge.com is where you will be able to go to, you know, to basically get pre-qualified. I'm actually personally walking you through step-by-step -step the pre-qualifications process. Now, $97 is nothing considering that um, just a month ago, our price was at $800. So we're running this special only for a limited time. So if you try to come back in November, December, and we're not running that special, you'd be like, well, you was running it for $97 back then. I seen it. Well, you missed the opportunity. Um, this is this is the time to take action. Don't wait. <laughs> so this is like you miss the opportunity. You miss the opportunity. We wish we could reverse the time, but we can't. So get it while it's while the getting is good uh, for only $97. But I also want to encourage you to upgrade to VIP for additional bonuses. Now, some of those bonuses will include your ability to actually be live with me um, to ask me specific questions about your business. This is where I actually become your personal coach for those five days. Now, ideally, in order, it's, like, it's about an hour a day, hour and a half a day for five days, right? Ideally, that five to eight hours is a one day. Um, basically, I mean, basically, it's like eight a, a full day of training and consulting with me as your coach. Now, if you were to book me privately um, outside of this challenge and this special that we're running, a one day VIP is twenty five thousand dollars for you to do one day with me where you get to actually sit and ask me questions one day with me full day where I'm sitting down helping you with your business to get, you know, to learn how to do contracting. It's a twenty five thousand dollar investment. So you get to do that for pennies. So basically for the five days as VIP, you get to ask me questions about your specific business, the what, the who, the how, the where, the why, all that stuff. So I would encourage you to upgrade to VIP. Now, VIP is, is, a, is an actual 197 upgrade. So it's so 297 beats the heck out of $25,000 for eight hours, right? For a one day VIP day. So anyway, so go ahead and do that. Um, and any other questions before we go? So let me see. What's the link? Somebody said, I'm ready, 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 ready. Are you ready? Ready, ready. Y'all know about Gracie's Corner. <laughs> Are you ready? Ready, ready, ready. So what's the link? I'm ready. So if you, at, at the bottom, you see, let me see. The link is govconchallenge.com. G-O-V-C-O-N challenge.com. Govconchallenge.com. Um, so the five day is $97. Yes, Desiree. So yep, five day of challenge is only $97 for a limited time only. Um, if you upgrade to VIP um, to, to be able to get the bonuses, but also to be able to have me as your personal coach where you get to ask me specific questions about your business and walk away with a specific customized blueprint for you, then the upgrade um, to VIP is $297 total, $297. 
um, total. So you're either doing the 97 or you're doing the 297. Um, but the other bonus, a part of the bonus, is you get a copy of my book, which is Don't Duck the Government, They've Got Your Money, where I break down um, information about government contracts and how you can actually position yourself to win pitching, um, um, win millions of dollars pitching and winning um, government contracts. So Don't Duck the Government book, um, you'll get a copy of that. Um, and some other bonuses. There's a bunch of other things that we also give away. You get a, um, uh, what is called a bid blueprint template, like all those different things. So, so be sure to go to govconchallenge.com to register for the upcoming challenge, which starts on Monday, right? So it starts on Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific standard time, 1 p.m. Eastern. So 10 a.m. Pacific standard time, 1 p.m. Eastern for five days. Okay. So we'll see you there. Thank you so much for your time. Hope this has been valuable for you. Um, and remember, you know, listening to one thing is one thing, right? But also taking action on that is going to move the needle. We get results based off our actions. And so definitely want to take action. Join us in the challenge. And we're going to help you get pre-qualified as a government contractor. So you're welcome. All right. So we'll see you all next time. Have a great one. Bye-bye.